Hello there. It's showtime, Mr. Funny Bones. With your hosts, Tyler Kane and Alex Lyshow, this is Two Clowns and a Goat. Hello, Puppet. <laughs> oh, we're back. It's good to be back. It's been too long. Yep, yep. I think we both really a week of podcasting in order to play Fortnite last week. <laughs> yeah, we'll get um, into that. How was the interview? Dude, so <laughs> I, I walked in and I was like pretty skeptical as soon as I saw the place. Uh, it was definitely marketed towards millennials. Um, and you walk okay. in and they don't like it's basically this huge converted warehouse. They don't have any cubicles at all. It's just these like, like a series of long desks and computers next to each other. And you have people using chairs. No one's dressed in any suits, which I actually liked. I was like, okay, cool. I can just come in wearing whatever. And then there's yeah. some like a ton of people using those giant exercise balls as chairs. Uh, wait, wait, they... is, this is this the real estate place? No. So this is the place my dentist recommended me. It is, they sell, they sell insurance to trucking truckers. That's it. They sell Interesting. Like, like actual truck insurance, I, I, three types of insurance. I don't even remember. Okay. But like, so I was kind of skeptical about it at first. It really doesn't seem as bad as I thought it would be. Um, like it basically almost looks exactly like what I do now. I have a list of people I have to call on the phone and like they give you like a two week training course that you have to pass in order to sell insurance and then you're okay. just good to go. So the interview went pretty cool. Uh, it actually wasn't that bad. The guys are kind of cool to talk to. Good. Um, so I'm going to send a follow-up email probably at Chick-fil-A after we finish up here and <laughs> Good. see where it goes from there. <laughs> Dude, that's, I like how the office is kind of hip like that. I don't know. Yeah, so it, was, it definitely seemed cooler than I thought it would be. Because, um, I mean, when you initially say trucker insurance, I'm thinking, oh, boy. But yeah. if they're trying to make it like a yeah. cool place to work, that could be fun. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Um, I have absolutely no idea what the pay is or anything like that. Uh, and I don't know, because when I talked to the lady initially, she said they didn't have a position open until June. Then I talked to them today, and they're like, we think we could start you a lot earlier than that. So we'll, we'll just have Good. to see. I'm still holding out. I have to do like the webcam interview thing for uh, the one that takes me up and down the East Coast. So I'm holding out for that one, I think, okay, based okay. on how that goes. So we'll see. Well, good, dude. I'm glad it went well. Yeah, something, something's gonna thanks. land here over the next week or two. <laughs> yeah, so I got home last night because I drove back last night just because I was in Roswell, and I opened up my back seat to grab my bag, yeah. and I realized I left it in Athens. So all I oh, had was my backpack gosh. with my laptop in it, and so I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" But luckily, thanks to my just laziness, when I had finished that interview at Chick Fil A, I had taken off my vest, my dress shirt, my tie. And just threw them into the seat next to me. So I was already wearing, I was already wearing like some dark blue pants. I just kept those. Borrowed my dad's shoes and some socks, and just redid the whole thing. Oh gosh, that's clutch that you had that with you. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh man, let's go. Okay, so um, the last time we left our listeners, we embarked on a Valentine's Day mission. I think we should give a quick little update. We don't have to get into the details. <laughs> But just for our listeners, oh, our week-to-week <laughs> listeners, I think we should tell them what happened. Yes, yes. Um, so do we go first? Bas- sure. So basically, 
Valentine's Day was on Thursday, and that's when we were going to pod. So yep. let's just start by saying Thursday night, we ended up in each other's virtual arms playing Fortnite. <laughs> A night that started with such high hopes and expectations of actually spending one-on-one time with a human girl <laughs> turned into us spending, what was it, three, four hours? I don't know, two, three hours on, on a Fortnite outing. I, I, it, it was, was I think fa- it was a good. It was fantastic. It was like a great night of Fortnite. <laughs> it, it was a great night of Fortnite. I had zero regrets because I, I, I I'm, think, I'm thinking about it this way. We're going to have Valentine's Day commitments for the rest of our lives. Good point. Good I point. Mean, we're talk, we could have 60, 70 years of Valentine's Day commitments. Yeah. We're, so we're young. What if I, yeah, we're young. So what if I spent one of the ones that I have to myself with one of my friends in a virtual game? Yeah. My future wife can have all the other Valentine's Days, but this one's going to be mine. <laughs> um, this one's going to be ours. Yeah, so we we didn't we didn't fail. We just actively didn't do anything on purpose so we could play Fortnite. Sure. That yeah. Yeah, that that's what you did. <laughs> I went um, to the mall four times. Every day after work, oh, yeah. I went to the mall and I walked around by myself in 20 degrees or less weather looking for girls and I struck out. I, I didn't I didn't actually approach anyone because I'm a scared loser. And that's all you guys need to know. So that that's why we don't have an emergency update on Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're I mean we could have done an emergency Fortnite update because that night was great. That's um, true. That oh we should now, have done that. So I didn't I meant to talk about this like when we we potted next and then yeah. it was, like fell to the list once we like skipped last week. So because I went to Chick-fil-A on Valentine's Day. Because initially I was supposed yeah. to go home, and then my dad canceled. So I was like, all right, whatever. Right. And so they, I think I told you about this, like, when it happened. They had, like, a whole, like, daddy-daughter Valentine's Day, like, dinner set up. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the workers were wearing, like, really, really nice clothing. Uh, <laughs> and there's this one girl. She is, like, a little shorter than me. She's got, like, shoulder-length brown hair that she's actually growing out now. And, like, now I'm, like, really attracted to her. But she, like, dude, like, I swear, I, I cannot keep misreading these signs. I swear, like, she always, 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 like, makes sure to go out of her way to call me by name. And then I was there the other day, and she almost walked into me at least three different times. Like, oh. whenever I would get up to go grab some napkins, like, she would be there. And she kind of, like, bump into me, like, oh, sorry, Tyler. And then walk off. Uh, oh, dude. I was grabbing a refill. Walking out the door as she was coming in, like there was literally nothing in the way. There's no reason we should have bumped into each other. We did it again. I, like, I swear, I swear, dude. Like, so, and, and you said you you think she's really cute. Yes. Is she? Does she seem like she's a really cool girl? I can't tell. What do you mean? I by can't that? tell. I have not like I have not had like any actual conversations with her. Like every time, like I didn't even know she knew my name until like. Like, she's been there for a while. She usually only works in the mornings, though, so I don't see her too often. But, like, I recognize her because she's one of those people I didn't know that was, like, knew my name. It was weird. Okay. Uh, so, I but, mean, does she give off, like, a sweetheart vibe? Or does she give off a fun vibe? Or is it kind of, like, a weird vibe? At first, I kind of thought it was a weird vibe. Okay. And 
it might just be now that I had my heart broken by the other one that I was like, you know what, maybe this kind of sweet. <laughs> fun. So yeah. I'm not sure yet. Uh, okay, okay. But I'm starting back at the old place tomorrow. And so my hours aren't going to be like nine to six anymore. Uh, so I, I have time to go there for lunch. So I'll try to make it happen again. Good, dude. <laughs> okay. Well, I say you just keep going in. You don't have to make any moves. Let her keep bumping into you. You've got a fish on the hook, my friend. Yeah. Um, also, online dating update. I'm back off it. Deleted again. <laughs> I go through these like up and downs on it. I'm on the down right now. What so happened? Nothing. That's what happened. I, like, I felt so hurt by the fact that I typed up that whole long thing to not even get a reply. Yeah, that, that, so is, that is heartless. It's cold. Okay, it's so cold. you're off. I never joined. Uh, I was going to Wednesday night before Valentine's Day as a last-ditch effort. I, I went to Bumble.com, and I just stared yeah. at the screen. And I was like, I can't do it. It's like, I can't do it. I don't yeah. think well, I'm, I'm proud of you. join an online dating website. I just don't think I will. I, I think I, for now, I could feel good staying off it. So I'm just going to stay off it. Uh, I'm telling you, the thing that would probably get me back off it is I had to move to a whole different city. And I was like, well, how am I supposed to meet anybody? Cause, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, okay. So on that topic of love and heartbreak, can we talk about The Bachelor while it's still like fresh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. Shoot, hold up. One more Valentine's Day thing. Like, okay. Did you see this guy who went to Outback on Valentine's Day? Oh, and he had like the other couple pay for his food. Yes, did you read it? Yeah, yeah. This like, guy is a total legend. <laughs> this is everything I strive to be in life. He's an icon. He's an instant classic guy. To show up to an outback, <laughs> he buys like a glass of wine for his fake girlfriend and puts it out on the table like he's waiting for her. He's leaving <laughs> fake voicemails every time the waiter walks by so that the waiter knows that he's waiting on someone. And then the, the, the old couple, after like two and a half hours, pays for his meal because they felt so bad for him. And the whole time he's just sitting there like, I'm a genius. Oh, man. I, it was legendary, I, I, dude. Right. Because just reading like the headline, I was like, oh, what a jerk. What a tool. And then like, I read the article and I was like, I mean, you can't help but respect it. <laughs> oh, I respect him um, so much, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you, these are the kind of stories that I live for. Just people gaming the system in a fun way. They document it. They're ballsy when they do it. Yeah. Uh, you, can't yeah. It. you can't beat it. I mean, yeah. this, he's getting dates now. Because Outback ended up, once they found out that he did this, they ended up saying, hey, dude, come back. Your next meal's on us. I'll pay for you and your date's food. All on us. <laughs> And so now he's getting like these girls tweeting him like, "Oh, bring me, bring me." He might meet his wife. He might what meet his joke. wife this way, and that would be legendary. Oh man, that's uh, weird. Like that's awesome, and I'm just it annoyed is. that like ah, that guy didn't get a date. <laughs> that guy, guy who fakes it on the pity of old people. <laughs> Dude, and apparently the waiter came over. As he was leaving, like, gave a big hug or something like that. And he just went along with it. It was just, uh, I, the whole way through reading that article, I just smiled. I just had a big old smile <laughs> on my face, like, this guy's loving the dream. Oh, man. Okay. You got anything else? 
That's it. I just wanted to mention it. <laughs> okay. So I had notes from last week you never got to use. Uh, okay. Because last week's episode was amazing, too. Yes. Um, I, like, on Yeka, uh, it's got to be, it's like, I loved how, like, Demi was, like, Demi's, like, the villain that you see, like, halfway through season one of a TV show. They're up in front. They're always, like, I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad guy. And then Onyeka right. is like the, like the mastermind behind it all that slowly rises up as you realize, oh, wow, there's someone bigger behind the scenes. Because, <laughs> like, I swear she was, like, what if everyone's saying that Katie told her something, Katie told her something, he never said anything. What if everything that's happened is strictly because Onyeka just made it all up? It, it could be, dude. This, I mean, every single piece of drama this season is based on some sort of hearsay. Yeah, it's insane. There's nothing concrete. I can... They don't have any of this actually on camera. It's all through yeah. some secondary yeah. source that said it happened. Like, starting with Onyeka, and I can't remember if it was her and then Tashia Ayesha, who was saying stuff like, <laughs> oh, I'm so... These girls, uh, they've just been getting on. They've relied on their beauty for too much of their life. They're so, like, vacant and all this stuff, and I'm like, oh, how, how do you know? You don't, you're probably not talking to them. Because like, yeah. you know they were talking about freaking uh, Hannah G and Cassie, and I was, yeah. so, I was so angry when she was talking about that. Um, yeah, dude, yeah. Uh, uh, Alright, so what did you what did you think about Taisha last night? Taisha has to go, and let me, let me pull up so I specifically wrote down um, a few things about her. Uh, Taisha said her dream date. You have a you have a what? You have a crush on Taisha? I think she's gorgeous. Oh my god, dude! She said her dream date. She said, "This is my dream date." As they're sitting in Denver eating clams, that's something wrong. <laughs> she. I swear he only kept her on just so that she would rat out on other people. That's not he was literally who else, who he else was is he gonna keep Kerpa? Like okay, so it's also weird to me that he says like how much he trusted Katie. Oh, I, I mean I trusted Katie. I trusted Katie. Why'd you kick her off the show? Yeah, that that. I mean, this that is, is almost true. three weeks ago, and everyone keeps bringing up how oh, Colton trusted Katie. Oh, I trusted Katie so much. She's gone. <laughs> why? Why do you keep bringing this up? And then that's a good point. She. She's bringing up this stuff like, you know, we like after what she said, you know, we all just sat down and we're like, who could who could Katie have been talking about? And we just came up with the same two names, Kaylin and Cassie. That's it. That's how you decided that that's who was not ready is because that's just your <laughs> guess. And she goes and tells Colton, oh, you know, we all heard her talking about how she wanted to be the next bachelorette. We heard her talking about all this famous people. And then Kaylin confronts her about it. And she's like, yeah, I mean, I had to tell him something. Like, what? Are you kidding? <laughs> Listen, dude, if you didn't have such a crush on Cassie, you would see this in a clear way. Oh, light. no, 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 she's, no, no. She's in it for the fans. Oh, my it. gosh. There's if no I had to trust someone with my life, I'd be trusting Tasha over Cassie or Kaylin. Kaylin's my oh least my favorite gosh. girl in the entire show. She's a total fake. I, I, you can't say it because she had that incident in college, but it's true. <laughs> She's fake. Her upper lip doesn't move. I don't like the way her face is. 
She <sighs> is, she is a pageant girl. She's there for the fame. Cassie's 23. She's going through things still in life. She's still trying to find listen, out who she listen. is. She has no idea what's going on. I wrote this down as Tasha and then Kerpa were both trashing Cassie. And so I'm going to tell it to you right now. You need to back up off Cassie. Just back up. Do you, She's I, bad news. She is like so cool. What do you mean? Dude, she's sitting there. All these people are trashing her, and she just like she was calm, collected, and then it finally got too much, and she snapped a little bit. And I respected it. She's actually like a real person. Like she's not just this. Like because Onyeka and even uh, Kerpa, and like they just showed absolutely no emotion at all when they got kicked off the show. Cassie was scared to go. She obviously likes Colton, maybe a little bit too much, just for my sake. Um, <laughs> and then Tasha's sitting there like, oh, you know, I'm here for you, Colton. I'm here for you, Colton. I'm going to say bad. Like, she's going to say bad things about everybody. Like, she is so cutthroat. <laughs> she's just lying. It's insane. She's not lying. She's speaking oh, truth. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I, we saw Cassie's true colors win. What did she say about Kerpa again in the little interview? She cussed at her, I think, or called her a something. Or I'll hit you or uh, something. She said something like that, and I was like, what? oh, she's, she's showing her true colors now. She's a sweet little 23-year-old speech pathologist. These people. The things go bad. She's an aunt. On national television, they're telling lies about her to get her kicked off the show. Of course she's going to get angry. And Why, also, would, why would Tasha and Kerpa lie about that? I have no idea. Like, I, I really think, like, like they just kind of, like, kind of landed on this and just ran with it. I, 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 it is literally impossible to say who's telling the truth, like, just objectively. Uh, like, leaving aside all my bias for Cassie, they could all be, like, she could be lying. Tasha and Kerpa could be lying. We have no idea. But if you are ratting out someone on national television anyway, you got to go. Like, like, if you're just winning because you're sitting there saying bad things about other people, that's a turnoff for me. You got to get cut. Yeah, but she's not just winning because of that. She has a oh, true connection on. with him. She has a true what? connection with him. There's sparks. I, I don't see it. I literally was, like, sitting there almost falling asleep during their date. I think uh, she's going to be in the final three. I think she's going to beat Kaylin uh, out. I am super pumped for Colton to go to her, her home down. Oh, it's gonna be good. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's gonna be the that dad's gonna be creepy. Oh yeah, um, but I, and I don't understand because like I've been kind of up and down on Colton, and like I think I'm finally settling on just the down because this guy is he's first off like asking someone to rat out other people. Yes, not not a good move. Uh, Here's he what I don't like so, about him. Every, every single conversation he has, we hear about what his biggest fear is. It's like, dude, you've said this 30 times. We know your biggest fear yeah. is whatever it is. It's just, uh, he never has fun. Every conversation is trying yes. to diagnose. It's yes. a fun conversation. Every single conversation he has with these girls is this detective work. <laughs> How's he now, thinking? because I have yeah. notes on that. I have notes on that. So that's actually uh, a twist I've really been enjoying. I think that, <laughs> <laughs> like, just turning this show into a 
Colton kind of playing a Sherlock Holmes role and then maybe <laughs> uh, Chris Harrison as his Watson would really, really just kind of take off. Don't you think? Oh, I'd be all in on that. I would be oh, yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> so, I, I, like, the, one of the best moments of the final two, like, episodes for me is when uh, – when uh, Chris Harrison, like, he's sitting there, he's upset on the beach, and Chris Harrison just comes and pats him on the shoulder. I'm like, yes, there he is. <laughs> Wait, there he what's is. up, man? What's up, dude? He said something <laughs> like that, and I was like, <laughs> that was so uncomfortable. Okay, so here's, here's some of my thoughts on last night's episode. Hannah G is winning this thing. Okay. Uh, I, think, I, I, th- I think it was either her or Cassie until this past episode. There was a seed of doubt in Colton's mind. Hannah G is hands down the winner. Hands down, she's going to win this thing. She's also yep. the coolest one there. And it's, it's not, she doesn't get involved in the drama. She seems very cool and easy to talk to and kind of fun and funny. When, uh, yeah, when like they had those, they're all three sitting down there. He just calls her out and you just hear them laughing behind the door. I was like, oh man, she yeah. is so safe right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I missed Demi a lot last night. Because this is just, completely got glossed over but colton had a conversation with demi's recently released mother from yep. federal prison we yep. were two weeks away from getting colton going home demi <laughs> seeing her mother for the first time with her yep. boyfriend on like i almost had the dream yep. oh i can't believe that was taken away from me it was so close dude it was so close. yeah so close but la- last night we missed that spark that 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 chaos that demi brought so, I missed that last night. Uh, so, I don't mm-hmm. know if you know this. Colton is now the most dumped bachelor ever. I didn't know that, but I was super into it. It was happening left and right. It, so, like, there's the worst bachelor ever is widely regarded as this guy named Juan Pablo. Never, I don't know who he is. No, he I was, He was dumped twice late in the season. And he, was, he is known as the worst bachelor because of that. Because none of the girls wanted to stay. Colton now has three. And they're not leaving on like night one or night two when, when they realize that they don't want to be on TV. Oh, no, it's late. They're leaving late in the season. Heather, yeah. uh, Elise, and I forgot the third one. Is it Sydney? <laughs> Sydney, I think? Yeah, I think so. And so on that note, because... Like, this was logically the conclusion I came to, and it's kind of dismissed because no one else brought it up. But, like, if anyone wasn't ready to get married, like, Heather had never been kissed, and she was still in college. Yeah. Like, so I was yeah. like, is it Heather? And then everyone's like, no, no, it's Cassie and Kaylin. It's Cassie and Kaylin. And I was like, I don't know. I guess not. And then she just leaves the show. And that was never brought up. Colton never said, oh, you know, I don't know if yeah. Heather's ready. Anything like that. That's just weird. Heather was such a weird character for me. I mean, she goes from revealing that she's never been kissed and that she dated a guy for eight months without kissing him. So it was obviously a big deal for her to when she leaves, just nonchalantly gets one last kiss as she hops on the train and, and goes off into the distance. Yep. yep. Like when, when she got so, that kiss, I was like, let's go, Heather. Now we're talking, baby. <laughs> She, I mean, she wasn't yeah. gonna make it far. She, I mean, she was she was gone if she didn't if she didn't say she was leaving. Yeah. Um, so I would literally wrote down a note 
like, why is Colton taking everyone on one-on-ones and giving them roses? And then he took Hannah B to his family and then just ended it. <laughs> yeah, I felt dude. so bad for her. I felt so bad for her. She really grew on me as uh, the season went on. I didn't like her the first two episodes. And then I was like, I think she's kind of cool. Yeah, I thought she was pretty cool. I loved, like, you could see, like, almost, like, literally see when, like, her stage, you know, Miss USA performance took over. She was not going to let herself cry in front of them. She was yep. holding it together. I was, yeah. I had so much respect for her right there. Yeah. Oh, I, I looked at her Instagram last night. She's, she's really cute. <laughs> she's really yeah. cute. She's, she's really cute. She's, I, I thought she was very funny as the season went on. Um, I did too. I did too. And then I, I loved her confidence. Like, I mean, he says he's looking for all these things. I check all those boxes. I don't think anyone else does. So. And when she was out in the jungle, she was a total baller eating bugs and stuff. Oh, yeah. And then at the Karate Kid tournament, she was just kicking butt. She was yeah. cool, dude. Yeah. She was cool. She was awesome. Uh, another um, thing last night that was – this just really got under my skin. The dog. The dog. His dog, oh, dog making an appearance. <laughs> I'm never into the, oh, the guy's got a dog. He's a sweetheart type love fest that these girls have <laughs> it's just fake any guy who has a dog just has the dog to get girls that is it don't let him tell you anything else see my theory is it's the family dog that he just borrowed so it's really like he doesn't really have the dog he just kind of took it like hey you know i haven't seen the dog for a while can, can i bring the dog to the park well, yeah sure and then he's like yeah. looks like he's a dog guy in front of all the girls it's actually like the best way to like pull that off without actually having to do anything for the dog. <laughs> Dude, that could be a business we set up. Yeah. We have we we rent a dog. couple dogs and you <laughs> rent them out to, to single guys who are trying to pick up girls. It's actually a really, really good idea. It's <laughs> <laughs> not bad. Um what else do I have written down? Uh I can't believe that. We still didn't get enough Chris Harris in this episode. I don't think he was. Um, the, I don't think he was in the show last night. I don't think he was, and I, I feel like this is just from what I remember from previous Bachelors, like not normal. And so what I think they're doing is because of all the drama that happens later, they keep teasing this stupid fence jump. They're kind of cutting down his FaceTime, and then just we're just gonna get full episodes of Chris Harrison coming up. Like he I, is going to finally take over as the main star, and it's gonna be glorious. Dude, I hope because I feel like I've never watched The Bachelor before this season much. We we watched probably six, seven years ago, a couple seasons back when we were in like middle school. Yeah. And then the one last year, but I, I only showed up for a couple of those. I feel like every episode he's in and this season he's hardly in it at all. Yeah. You know, what's he yeah, doing? And so, Where is he? Like he literally comes in, he gives Colton some little nice little advice and then he disappears and he comes back to say, one rose left, one rose, and he backs out, and we never see him again. That's so, it. So uh, he's definitely taking on a bigger role. We did see he does get bleeped out, which is yes. amazing. It is amazing. Uh, it would have been, like, so much better if I didn't get that reveal and then saw it live. I would have freaked out <laughs> even more. Um, but so this is where I think we've come to the part where uh, we discuss my theory. Okay. Yes. So Yes. I think, yeah, I think ultimately we'll leave this up to uh, listener discretion, even though I'm right. But 
is Chris Harrison actually just Chris Hansen? <laughs> um, so I think seeing them switch roles for just like one episode would be absolutely amazing. Um, just because how ironic it is, they do pretty much the exact opposite of each other's jobs. Um, but oh wow! I mean, so side note, completely unrelated. Chris Hansen yeah. was actually arrested yesterday. <laughs> Shut up! No way, Holmes. No alone. way. He was arrested what? in Connecticut for what? Please don't tell He's me. He's been accused. <laughs> Bouncing checks and failing to pay for thousands of dollars worth of marketing material. That's super underwhelming. Gosh, dude, can you imagine if Chris Hansen got caught for some sort of like underage sexual acts? That would be insane. Um, that would be the craziest, just so absolute side ever. That does kind of explain why. Uh, Chris Harrison hasn't been in, so he was just arrested yesterday. They've had to cut his runtime. Uh, he's going to pay bail, uh-huh. and he'll be back for the next episode. Okay, that's that's interesting because he was in the Thailand episode. He was, yeah. Because there's no jurisdiction over there. I bet he did a crime in the U.S. He fled that's why to they always... Vietnam. Ooh, and he can't come back. This is crazy. Wasn't in the episode last night because it was in it was in Denver. Yes. Interesting. So they're going to have to smuggle him back in uh, for hometowns. Will they? He might not be in next week. I couldn't take it if he wasn't in next week. I don't know. Gosh. I mean, we'll have to see what but... this fence is, but I mean, if that's, inter- if, if that's an international <laughs> fence, we've got a theory going here. Maybe that's why Chris Harrison like freaked out a little bit. Like he Colton meets him up in Canada. They're talking about it. Colton just freaks out and jumps the fence back to the U.S. and Chris Harrison can't follow him. <laughs> Dude, can, can you imagine Chris Hansen actually in Chris Harrison's role and, and Colton sitting there like really upset he's like on the beach and Chris Hansen pops up he's like let me take a seat he just he pops up from behind the curtain take a seat <laughs> that would just be legendary <laughs> that would be absolutely amazing oh, or, or Chris Harrison walks out of behind the curtain on To Catch a Predator and he's just like one Ugh. sentence left or something. I don't know. One rose left. <laughs> One rose. <laughs> One rose. Um, so the only other thing I had written down was uh, Colton's dad actually gave, like, the best dad advice ever. Yes. Because, like, Colton has been, like, everyone that says something to him immediately has such a deep impact on the way he views every single relationship. And Colton's dad's yeah. just like, look, stop, stop listening to other people. Just go with your gut. Yep. Like, thank you. Yep, he made he made such a dramatic show, and he cut through it like butter. He's like, "Stop yep. the foolishness! This is not that hard." <laughs> All right, last thing I yep. have was I thought the best part of the episode last night was Hannah B gets sent home, and then we get this mysterious suitcase guy. He walks in the door, grabs the bag, and leaves. Did you see this guy? I saw him. I think admit, I didn't give him much thought. I think he's a legend, dude. I think he might have a better job than Chris Harrison. <laughs> I mean... He's just a suitcase guy? What is his job description? If he's not a producer on the show, which I like to think he's not, he's literally traveling around 
with this production crew. And he goes and picks up a bag and brings it out. <laughs> That's it. He's, he's the executioner. Yes. Yeah, so what I have done is I have made a Twitter account. I'd like you to go follow it and all of our listeners. I'm sold already. It's called Bachelor Suitcase Guy. Uh, and it's fully operational. I just made it uh, today when I got home from work. How did you spell bachelor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did you spell suitcase? What am I spelling wrong? B-A-C-H-E-L-O-R. Suitcase guy. Do you see it? It's The username is at that suitcase guy. This oh, bachelor man, suitcase guy wouldn't fit. Okay, so all I typed in was Bachelor Suitcase Guy. I'm going to read out these first two tweets. You ready? Yeah. Wow. How do I get to be the suitcase guy on The Bachelor? <laughs> I can't wait to work for The Bachelor and have the job of the creepy guy who's dressed all in black and silently takes a girl's suitcase from the hotel when she's eliminated one by one. You can't beat that, dude. So there's definitely a market here. Uh, it was at what? At that suitcase guy. I got to switch that up. It's got to be something else, but I'm still thinking about it. Dude, I can't find it. Is it my search settings protects me? Is this a not safe for work account? I think it's fully public. Hold on, let me follow you. What's your name? Tyler underscore at at Kane Train underscore nineteen. Dude, this is why we don't have like a social media account at all. I got it. <laughs> I got you. Because we couldn't figure out how to run it. I just follow you. Um, okay. So I, I think there's some place in this world or maybe maybe it's just maybe it's just heaven where there's a, there's somewhere where this suitcase guy on The Bachelor and the guy who went Thanks. to Outback for the fake Valentine's Day date are hanging out drinking a beer together. <laughs> That either needs to exist on this earthly planet, or maybe it just is in heaven. I don't know. Who are you following? (laughs) What? You're following Adam Schefter on this account? (laughs) It's, I'm going to unfollow everyone. This is basically my old account that I just converted. Like, real quick. Okay. Okay, I got you. Olivia Reiner. I I feel like you should keep a couple of these. You can't unfollow Schefter. Uh, um. Okay, so I, I'm pumped for next week. I think to to Yesha is going to have the best hometown. Uh, but I'm also super excited to see Cassie's. Okay, just yeah. unobjectively, that'll be, that'll be really interesting because I want to see what what kind of connection they have after this whole drama this yeah. week. Yeah, and like just side note. Because you didn't get to see it last episode, but th- this past episode, like Cassie and Kalen in glasses is so cute. Cassie, so cute. Ca- Cassie really pulls off the glasses. Oh yeah, she um, dude, she's a babe when she puts her hair yeah. up and she's got those glasses on, dude. She's yeah. twenty three. She looks like she's twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah, she's a babe. Just like so. I, my initial prediction is that something's going to happen with this whole Asian basketball guy and it's going to come back around, but I hope not. That has to be the fence jump, right? 
I don't know. I feel like the fence jump is going to be – I feel like it's like a fancy sweet thing. I think they're at the fancy sweet, and he leaps the fence to get out of there. Oh, you think he runs out so he doesn't lose his virginity? Ooh, I love that. I love that. Like he's about to do it, oh. and he just starts – he just runs, jumps the fence. Yeah, you know what? I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> I like it. So, yeah. I can't wait for that episode. <laughs> Who do you if you had a pick right now, who do you think's gonna win? Hannah G. Dude. She I, think, is I think that's pretty easy. So cute. I have such a crush on her. Her eyes are yeah. gorgeous. Oh, they're so yeah, her eyes are so pretty. She seems to be the only one that will like joke around, have some fun, keep it lighthearted, and it's not so serious and caught up in the garbage all the time. Yep. Yep. So I think he used one one-on-one with Tasha to pump information and the other one on Hannah B to see if he actually liked her or not. Because he knew Hannah G was safe uh, and then he wanted to figure it out between Cassie and Kerba. Yes. Yes. I, I think so too. I think, that, I think this Final Four is right. I don't think I do anyone too. else should be in the Final Four that isn't. So. Oh yeah, I agree. Um, except for like Erica and Annie, like those are going to be like it'd make it better. Except for Annie, it, McNutt was a joke. McNutt. Was okay, a joke. well, fine. I take it back. Annie's a joke. It, <laughs> a Annie, Annie is not a joke. She here's my theory on Annie. She posted something on Instagram or Snapchat like when she left week one, and she said yeah. something along the lines of she didn't like Colton when she met him on the Ellen Show before. And so I'm telling you, she went in and didn't give it her best, and he knew that and just got rid of her night one. She would have won if she liked Colton. She would have won this thing. Eh. Eh. She was Erica's way better than the Hop off. Anyone? She brought a bag of nuts and said, I am nuts for you. That's amazing. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's so that. lame. Oh, dude, that's a totally the thing we would do. Like, having that, that done to true. me, that is, true. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I like the sloth better, though. I like the sloth better, too, which is, like, obviously the one that's going to win. Like, she already won. If she's not the next Bachelorette or on some sort of Bachelor in Paradise, like, they're messing up. She's a um, Okay, that's okay, all I have so for the That's all I had? Yep. Okay, we can so move on to... A bit more manly things now. Let's do it. Okay, so... Uh, are you concerned about this whole AAF thing at all? I am very concerned about it. Really? I okay. reading an article. They, dude, they basically got bailed out for $250 million by the Hurricanes owner, which I believe is a hockey team. Yeah, yeah. They were going to miss their There's second of week of payments. And yeah. now, they're, I mean, they're doing their best. Like this article is like, oh, no, it wasn't a bailout. Uh, you know, th- this kind of came together quickly, but it wasn't a bailout. Yeah, right. They were going to miss their payments. They didn't have enough money. And this guy out of nowhere had to come save them. He's, he's, now, the, he's, now, he's now the chairman of the league. Yeah. He basically bought yeah. the league. So this has led me just I, – I don't know if you watched any of the games this past week, and I saw some highlights. I did. I did. I'm out on the AAF. It's over for me. Mm. 
I think you're getting out too early. Um, so, like, so the, the total player payroll is $30 million for this season. Right. And it only goes up $33.2 million this season. They just got a $250 million infusion. Yes. I think they're fine. Like, they're fine this is, like, it's getting – they're getting views. They're, like, so this is just um, – obviously, I'm an Iron fan. I'm a little bit biased, but, <laughs> like, Perez, their quarterback, is pretty freaking good. Like, he's definitely – like, he's a quality player. Like, he should have had – like these two awesome touchdowns that just get like his reserves, all the receivers suck. They just keep dropping everything. Yeah. So like they're getting good players. It's fun to watch. I, I think this is as long as they keep up and they can actually, if they have players actually move on to the NFL, like in this off season, then I think it's a success right there. And it's not going to go away. If players see somewhere they can go and get better to move on, the league is going to survive. Here's my problem with it. I think the reason I love football so much is the quarterback position. I love watching quarterbacks do amazing things against all odds. That's basically, if you boil it down, why I watch the NFL. It's so exciting to me to watch a quarterback go on the road with 90 seconds on the clock, crowd screaming at the top of their lungs, against one of the best defenses in the league, march down 80 yards, and go and score a go-ahead touchdown. This is why I watch the league. Yeah. AAF doesn't give me that. The quarterbacks yeah. are not – I'm not saying they're bad because a lot of them are pretty good. It's just – it's not the same drama. It's not – I know. I, it's just – it's not there for me. It's missing a whole I layer. I can agree with that. Um, but I'm not concerned about that yet. These guys, like the idea behind this is to get these guys actual training. But the teams didn't even come together until like a month before their first game, right? Right. So they're still developing. Um, I think you do have, like I think Garrett, like I'm, obviously I think Garrett Gilbert sucks, but his stats don't say that. So I think yeah. he could be pretty decent backup. I'm on in, all in on Perez. Um, Berkovici's awesome. He's fun to watch. And like, I, I just, I don't think you can call it yet. Um, I, okay. Let me, let me, let me revise that. Maybe this will appease you. I'm predicting this thing is a joke. Okay. Is that, I'm predicting it's a joke. Maybe it's That's not fine. a joke I've... yet. We're in week two, <laughs> but this thing is going to be a joke and it's not going to work just, out. Just remember, we're calling each other out on these things a year from now. So watch <laughs> what you say. This will be buried. Um, this will be buried in an episode 50 weeks in the past at that point. We'll be up. I will escape this horrible take. If I'm wrong. Okay. Well, I'm going to remember you're not because I'm going to remember this just because we're having this conversation now. Um, <laughs> so reminder on your phone. Yeah. I'll start reminding my phone a year from now. No. But so I, you said that you watch it for amazing plays. I watch it for another couple of reasons. Uh, I love watching the quarterbacks make cool plays. You're right. Yep. I also watch because when you have a tremendously bad backup in the game, the game is instantly more entertaining. And like every game I watch <laughs> where, uh, 
I can't, Christian Hackenberg is playing is just uh, it's, it's just so much fun to watch. Like, <laughs> like because overall, like the team's pretty good. They have a good running back. That defense put, keeps them in the game, and then Hackenberg just goes out and like sets fire to the whole stadium. It's awesome. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm I'm opposite. Unless it's Fitzmagic, <laughs> unless it's Fitzmagic or Nick Foles. The second a backup comes in, I'm just like, this game's over. The backup, when um, backups come in, they suck. Because you're just, you're not seeing, I would like, you're not seeing the the level of play that you want to see. Okay. So you're obviously talking about the NFL. Yes. Okay. Um, I guess you're right. I, I, I don't know. I feel like when I watch... Uh, Matt Moore come in for Ryan Tannehill, like something amazing always happens. But we haven't had one of those in a while. Like, if, like he has to come in for Tannehill. He can't start in place of Tannehill. Like, if you just throw him in there with no preparation at all, I, I feel like he he just kind of thrives. But okay. I, you're okay. right. It, okay. We, we do have that. our occasional occasional diamonds in the rough. Uh, what, do you watch the NBA uh, D League? No. Do you watch Triple uh, A baseball? No. That's interesting. I'll just leave that there. No further questions, Your Honor. But, <laughs> okay, it's football. Football's different. That's true. I, I don't even. That is. True. I don't even watch. I don't even watch regular baseball. So <laughs> that um, is true. All right. So before we move on to a few NFL stories, uh, we all saw that a horrendous video of Trevor Lawrence attacking a poor child <laughs> in the old basketball. How can we let this stand? How can we let this freak of nature go around bullying people? He should be suspended. <laughs> Dude, a horse is going to buck. You can't stop nature, man. <laughs> no, when you sent me this text this morning, it was the first thing I saw this morning. Like, it started my day. Like, Ten seconds in, my, like, my alarm goes off. I hit snooze once. It goes off again. I'm like, all right, it's time to wake up. I open my phone. I watch this video of Trevor Lawrence pushing this little kid. <laughs> And I'm like, it's going to be a great day. It's going to be a great day. So, like, in all seriousness, uh, I, I think the dude's a total clown now. Like, I was already, like, pretty much leaning that way. Oh, He's such it. a moron. Oh, Dude, you will not. It. Tua would never do that. Tua oh. would never shove a kid in an real basketball game yeah. that hard for because setting a legal screen. Because he'd be hurt and wouldn't be able to be playing basketball. You'll have oh, knee issues or high ankle sprain. What? Well, Jalen Hurts wouldn't do it either. Like, first off, I have to respect the balls on that kid to do it anyway. To just sit there, like, I'm setting the screen on Trevor Lawrence. I don't care. <laughs> and then he just freaks out like that. Come on, that's not a good sign. That's a big Ben move right there. That is, Trevor Lawrence, he's 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. He's an awkward-looking guy. The guy tries to sweep his leg like like uh, Johnny Lawrence did in Karate Kid, you just, you gotta swan kick him. You gotta swan kick him, dude. If someone goes low, you gotta teach him a lesson. Trevor Lawrence is gonna be making two hundred million dollars soon. He's a two hundred million dollar man, and some okay. idiot that's five foot six on the middle of a gym basketball game goes and checks this guy because he thinks he's tough. If I'm Trevor Lawrence. 
he should have done more than just push him. He should have popped him in the, with an elbow or something. No, no. So this is my take you're going to have to call me out on because Trevor Lawrence, he might not suck, but he's really not that good. So oh, gosh, it. we're going to go through this again. We're, this, this whole episode is going to be just us calling out each other. We'll have to go back and listen to our Bachelor takes, too. Uh, but, okay, well, that, that's what I have for college. Um, what have you, do you have anything written down for the NFL? All I have is, uh, yeah, I have, I have two things, actually. Flacco. Okay. Flacco happened last yes. week. We haven't talked about it on the podcast. Yes. And I just, I just want to get on um, the record. I just want to get on the record. This is such a great move for Denver. I've told you this before. Flacco's built for the cold in big games in the playoffs. That's exactly what Denver gives him. He's not the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. But when the season's on the line and it's cold and he has to make a big throw, I'm having Joe Cool step up in the pocket and deliver a strike. Dude, he's built for Denver. He's built for Denver. It's going to be a good defense. Yeah. He's got a solid running like, game. He doesn't, he doesn't have to do too much except for make huge throws when the season's on the line in December and January. And in Denver, I can just see it. He's going to look good in that, in that uniform. The crowd's going to love Joe Cool. And he's going to – Denver's a dark horse right now. They're going to make, they're going to make some noise. I'm not, I'm not sitting here in February and going to make a prediction that they're going to make the playoffs or, or anything like that. But they're going to make some noise. And I'll refine my prediction as we get closer to the season. But they're my they're okay. my front runner right now as dark horse pick. Okay, I think they maybe got marginally better, like maybe one or two wins better. But that's it. Uh, Joe Flacco has moved from one cold city to another, maybe slightly colder city. He still has a defense. He still has a run game. He still has. I mean, maybe you can argue he might have finally better receivers, but I, I don't see the difference. I, I, I don't see why LA, LA went out of his way to do this because uh, I don't think anyone's going to put down money for Case Keenum after this season. So I think just riding for after last season, so I think just riding with him for one more season, trying to maybe accumulate a couple picks so you can trade up next year and grab a stud is the way to go. But I also hear he's still kind of not – off the Drew Locke train, so I'm really watching that very closely. I've been hearing that too, which will be interesting. Yeah. I, I think Flacco could teach uh, Locke a whole lot over the next few years. I, I think probably Drew Locke and Paxton Lynch are the same player. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't forget I about this too. Uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I, I think it was, gosh, not Mike Pereira. For the life of me, I can't remember who it was, but they, they, someone has a radio show. They're going off like John Elway played in the league for years, one of the best to ever do the job. When he drafts a quarterback, when he signs a quarterback, you better pay attention. And, I mean, Paxton Lynch, he took Case Keenum. Yeah, had, that's not true. Like, <laughs> the, like the best one he had was Peyton Manning, who that was already – Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't that good, and that was kind of like – it's Peyton Manning. Yeah, of course you got to take him if you can. Yeah. Um, but Trevor Simeon, like, like, come on. This guy is obviously pretty bad at actually picking quarterbacks. Yeah, no, he definitely so, is. He definitely is. But he has righted the ship with this one. Just remember, Flacco in the divisional round of 2012 when they went to the Super Bowl and won it. 
Remember yeah. what he remember what he did to Denver in Denver? Yeah. With, with like yeah. what was it? Forty seconds left. Just chucked up a hail mary to Jacoby Jones for like a seventy yard touchdown. They went to overtime. Remember that? Yeah. So. I also remember Eli Manning doing some pretty masterful things in the Super Bowl. So I don't think that's a great point, but I can well, see. Well, Eli's that. a Hall of Famer. Uh, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I, I just I love quarterbacks that play their best in the biggest moments under the brightest lights, and Flacco's one of them. Yeah. So I mean, I think it'll be better to watch. I think they got better. That's all you really need. Is yeah. If your team gets better, then it's probably a good. That's day. true. That's true. Um, Matt Lafleur had his first uh, press conference yesterday. Uh, so for a solo press conference, and he introduced the okay. coaching staff. I am cautiously optimistic about him. He does not okay. command a room. He's he trips over his words. He trips over his words. He's he looks kind of nervous, but I think he's a really smart guy. He hired a whole young. He hired a really young staff that's going to connect with the players. And get them energetic. I don't know how I feel about it in general because normally I'm more of a let's build this thing for the long term. I don't want any of the shiny, flashy, young, new guy type deals. I want guys that are, you know, old and knowledgeable and know what they're doing, know how to lead a group of men. So we're going to see. I feel like we have a shiny toy. I feel like we have a shiny toy. Something new, but you know it's going to run out of batteries or it's going to break, and and then you're going to be wishing that you just had like the simple yo-yo that got the job done. So yeah. I'm optimistic, but I'm also really not feeling that confident about it. I'm I'm up in the air right now. I haven't decided. It's it's not a great feeling though. Uh, I'm still not. I'm I'm still off him. I still don't think it's a great signing, but we'll see. Um, so have you seen anything that's going on with AB? In the past two days, I saw that he had a meeting with Rooney. He posted a picture with Rooney, and they've mended their bridges. But it's time to move on, is what I saw. Oh, okay. All right. So you missed a great day yesterday. Um, so let me just take you through the Twitter. Okay. So three days ago, Antonio Brown hashtag Ask AB answering ten ten questions, real truth and real facts now. The first question, what caused the conflict between you and Ben Roethlisberger? No conflict, just a matter of respect, mutual respect. He has an owner mentality, like he can call out anybody, including coaches. Players know, but they can't say anything about it. Otherwise, they meal ticket gone. It's a dirty game within a game. Hashtag truth. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. So, kind of cool. And then he doesn't answer another question until 52 minutes later when the question was, what would you tell people that say you only want a new team to get a new contract? Uh, not for the money, it's for the love of the sport. The commitment to win relentlessly, consistently, passionately. Plus, I made $70 million. It's public record. Not to be cocky, just truth. Time to play for my own team, AB84, the family. So it's not for money, but I also made $70 million. It's time to play for myself, but it's not for money. <laughs> what an idiot. Uh, then he answers this other question about who would be the teams he wants to play for, and I don't really understand his answer at all. It's weird. Uh, he said he loves Steeler Nation, the question asking if he's really gone. And then you saw our last game against the Bengals. If you love the game as much as you said, regardless of your $70 million you made, you shouldn't be so able to sell so easily. Uh, after the coach tell the team I quit while nursing some bumps to invite me to watch the show with the same guys thinking I quit, I can't stand with that. 
I'm the bad guy, though we miss postseason. Think about it. Uh, yeah, so he answered five questions, and then he stopped. <laughs> Dude, so he doesn't he's... know how to count to ten. Um, and then the best thing this morning was – oh, I got to make sure I read it off. Adam Schefter tweeted that uh, he wants to go <laughs> – was it Big Chess or Schefter's Twitter? I thought I retweeted it. Maybe I kept it to myself. Is this the thing where he's not allowed to talk to other teams? No, no, no. Okay, so on Instagram Live, Antonio Brown said, if your team got guaranteed money, they want to get to know me and work with me, tell them to call me. He now wants to be known as AB. He now wants to be known not as AB, but as Mr. Big Chest. Uh, Oh, I did see this. (laughs) I did see this. Which is just phenomenal. Um, Dude. So this guy is such a joke. What has gotten into him? What has gotten into him? Such a joke. He's my favorite player. I mean, he's still amazing to watch. But my gosh. Like, he's got it. Like, where where do you think he signs? Just right now, initial prediction. Where is this clown going? I think he's going to San Fran. San Fran? Interesting. Yeah, they're going to send them to the NFC West Coast, just totally move on, distance them, themselves from them. And they, they have the cap room, and they need a wide receiver. Yeah, I have no idea about cap. I think he would be a good fit on the Dolphins. I think Miami is like the perfect A-B town. Sorry, Mr. Big Chess town. Oh, good call. Um, yeah, he's built for Miami. Yeah, and I think he would probably fit in well on the Panthers, but I have no idea how the cap works for that. Uh that's interesting. So there's that. And then uh, a couple of questions he did not answer. Um, does it really take you 50 minutes to answer each question? Uh, <laughs> did you vote for yourself for team MVP? And does Big Ben block you on Twitter too? And those were all asked by the guys from part of my take. <laughs> <laughs> so got to respect it. Oh gosh! Here are the here are the leading odds right now for where he ends up: San Fran, Indy, Jets, and the Raiders. He's not going to Indy. Yeah, he's not going. To Indy. Ah, man, he's not going to Indy. Uh, as much as, as much as Gruden's been cutting like pretty much every star, I don't see him putting money into AB now, especially with his personality. Uh, 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 if it was. It, if I was AB, I think San Fran would be the place I would definitely want to go. I mean, you want to get stats, that's Shanahan can give you stats. That's like what he did with Julio. Apparently, Jerry Rice came out and said that Antonio Brown prefers San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah, which he, he did a bunch of – he, like, followed them on, like, Instagram or Twitter and was commenting on a bunch of stuff. So. Okay, okay. I mean, that'd be a scary offense. Garoppolo, Kittle, him, Marquise Goodwin take the top off. Too. Oh, that'd be dirty. That'd be that'd be yeah. a fun team to watch. Yeah, the, the, so the they can, draft a running back this year. You get someone. Yeah, well, they have McKinnon back coming. I, I think they give McKinnon a shot at least. This is as much money as they paid him. And yeah, then, that's uh, true. That's true. What yeah. like Breda didn't do bad. Who's they had another guy, Mostert, Raheem Mostert, yep. who was yep. pretty good until he broke yep. his arm. They, um, they could take so they could take someone at running back, and they've got a pretty complete offense if they get what a couple more linemen probably. Yeah. Interior linemen, they're, yeah. they're set. 
interior line, and they probably they need a defense so bad, though. <laughs> My gosh. That, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, yeah. Because Solomon Thomas is totally just busted. No one talks – like, dude, yeah. no one talks about him. Yeah. So, I mean, because, like, I've been – because they have, a like, Reddit – people mock on Reddit every single day, and a lot of them want – like, you're just pretty much putting Quinn and Williams or uh, what's it, Bosa to the Niners – even though they've drafted D line the first round, like yeah, 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 it's yeah, like yeah. something like years, and so the fans are like, we don't need it, but like we still kind of need it. it. It just depends. Like they yeah. say, Thomas like works well in a certain situation, but they keep trying to play him in the wrong spot. I don't know. So I mean, they need a corner, they need a linebacker. Oh, they probably. need a corner so bad. Yeah. Um, so I read this, read a ton about Greedy Williams today. I'm not as sold on him as I was now. So. I think he's gonna be good. Know. I think he's gonna be good. I like him still. I think he's gonna be that guy. I, I always tell you about who breaks down all this film that I love. He yeah, tweeted yeah, a bunch yeah. of stuff. How greedy is a deep third zone player. He can do man to man. It's just not his strength. And on the Jets, like we're a man to man defense. At least right now. I don't know what okay. we're gonna be in the future, but so okay, okay. Let, hey, let's do this next week. Let's come out with our first version one. Mock draft. We can just do the top ten. Let's just mock our I top like ten and present it, just so we can like get it. on the record as we get closer to the draft. Like, let's start somewhere. Yep. Because I'm familiar okay. enough with the names now. I'm starting to get people I like. I'm starting to, you know, understand what's going on. So yeah, we'll, we'll do, do we'll do a pre combine top ten. We can do a post combine top ten. I like it. I like it. Oh, I can't wait for the combine, dude. I know. I can't believe it's already here. Like, I'm telling you, this AAF has like. Just carried me over now <laughs> combine. Stop it. And then it'll carry me over. We're at the draft and we're fine. Uh, dude, we're so dude, the sports for the next few months. We're gonna get the combine next this weekend. Then we're gonna get what? About a month until March Madness. Yeah. And that's gonna take us right to the draft. Yeah. We're, we're basically like, there, dude. I haven't even like because usually there's like a little bit where I get into my NBA. Because, like, I'm a Heat fan, but I don't even follow them up until, like, football's over. I haven't had to do that yet. I have no idea what's going on. It's great. <laughs> I, have I, no I-, yeah, I have no idea what's going on in the NBA. I probably won't watch until the playoffs start. That's honestly, like, the best time to watch the NBA anyway, so it works out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the All-Star um, weekend was this past weekend. I have no idea what happened. I know Jason Tatum won the skills competition on a really cool, like, half-court shot. Okay. Uh, that's it. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard, heard a, I heard um, AD didn't get traded, and I heard Kristaps uh, did. So that's really all I know about yeah. the NBA at this point. I know LeBron is hurt, and it's not. LA looks horrible. He's back now. He's back now. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So, um, well, okay, that's all I had. Do we want to get into our uh, mountain? <laughs> yes, let's do our mountain. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Dang it. Famous mountains of Google. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do too. Famous mountains. We've gotten, so bad all the right. about, we've gotten so bad about playing this out. And then, I know. Like, but it, we're, we're almost back to Mount Rushmore season, though. We're almost there. How much longer uh, do we have till we can get back to Mount Rush? Um, I think it's after – I think it starts after the Combine or maybe like – Yes. I have it in my head. It's, it's during an M month. So it's either March yes. or it's May. I'm really crossing my fingers for March, but I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. All right. So this is going to be our Mount Yari 
of Mount Yari, Y-A-R-I, of movie, girls in movies, biggest movie crushes. Mount Yari of biggest movie crushes. So would you like to kick us off, TC? Yes. Yes, I will. So (laughs) this was very, like, this was honestly, like, very, very difficult. Uh, I don't know if you thought it as hard as I did. I thought it was very hard. Oh, man. So (laughs) I kind of just did, all right, who do I have a crush on right now? And who did I have a crush on? And just compared them and went with where my stronger feelings were. Okay. So <laughs> um, my number one right now is Zoe Deutsch from Set It Up. I knew you were going to do it. Yeah, it was just the easiest one. She is. She loves sports. She wears the glasses. She's so kind of cute and like frazzled the whole movie. Yeah. Like I, I just am in love with her character. Yeah. That dude – I was going to put it on there, and then I was like, I think TC's going to have this one, so I'll leave Zoe, Zoe <laughs> Deutsch to him. That's so, Dude, that is such a great pick, though. That girl in that movie is so great. She's, she's everything literally you want perfect. your wife to be. She's everything you want your wife to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when they're just sitting there eating pizza, I'm like, I could do that every night for the rest of my life. Yes. Yes. And then she's sitting there crying about like the Nebraska Hail Mary game. Yes. And I was just like, oh man. Dude, she's so good. <laughs> she's so good. Yeah. Okay. My okay. first one is Marion Cotillard in Midnight in Paris. Oh, that's a good one too. She's just so oh, man. Dude, she's just got like this French mystique. She's got the little mole. She's just such a romantic in that movie. She's so romanticized, and she's so beautiful. And her and Owen Wilson, dude, their chemistry is great. I just remember falling in love with that girl when I watched that movie. I gotta watch it again. I haven't seen it in about two years. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while either. It's so good in that movie, dude. Like intoxicating in that movie. So that's my first one. Okay. Oh, man, this is so difficult. Like, you bring up people I didn't even think of now. Um, so my second one, uh, so I, I narrowed it down. So because I have a crush on Emma Stone in The Amazing Spider-Man as Gwen Stacy. She's awesome. Okay. I have a crush on Emma Stone in La La Land. I knew you were going to say that one. I knew it. But, but the Emma Stone I went with is okay. Emma Stone from Easy A as Dude. Olivia have you seen it? I, I've never seen this movie, but I've heard it's good. You would love it. Dude, it's so good. Uh, I like Her character is so funny. She It's very 80s feel. I um, oh, love it. I like, love she, that. It's, 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 it's such a great movie. And like it was like, this is the movie that I think starred me on the rom-com genre just because I was like, oh my gosh, I love this girl. She's perfect. I need to find more movies like this in all rom-coms. <laughs> Okay, easy so, A. It's going on my watch list. I might watch tonight before I go to bed. Dude, I might watch tonight, too. Just talking about it. <laughs> easy A, Emma Stone. Okay, dude, I'll take your word for it. I mean, yeah. Emma, if she plays a character similar to her other movies, like in Crazy Stupid Love or La La Land, yeah. I'm all oh, Crazy Stupid Love, Emma Stone is a, another great one. She's great um, in that movie, dude. She's really yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. Okay, what's your, what's your second... My second one, I, I got in a mindset where I was like, okay, 
what when I was you know in middle school and high school when I was a young laddie who was I crushing on hard so that's that's what formed my next pick of okay Dr. Brown in National Treasure <laughs> I, okay I don't I can even respect remember, it I don't even remember what her name actually is but there's a scene in Philadelphia where Riley comes out with the hundred dollar bill and the and the bottle of water and zooms in on the clock. Remember that? They're they had just fled from DC yeah. and they go to the dressing room. Do you remember yeah. the scene? They go to the dressing room? Yeah. There's a scene where <laughs> she like taps her foot underneath the changing room door that for me as like a 12, 13, 14 year old was absolutely just crazy about this girl, dude. I- Dr. Brown, national treasure. She really was, she was one of my first crushes. She was great, dude. I, I could not even tell you not only what her first name is in that movie, but what her, uh, like what the actress that even is. It, like, I, I can't even. She's German. I have she's no idea. German. She's in, um, She's in, uh, what's that movie? Inglorious Bastards? Yeah. Yeah, she is. Uh, hold on, I'm looking her name up right now. It's something German. I, I feel like it's something that like we should know, too. It's like, it starts with an A, I think. Oh, no, no, Diane Kruger, that's it. Abigail Chase, Diane Kruger. Oh, well, maybe not. <laughs> um, but I, I like that. That's a, that's a respect pick. Dude, yeah. I, I can respect that pick Thank a lot. You. Thank you. This is number three, right? Yes, number three. Okay. So this was, this is kind of like a very similar one. This is someone like, I know you've had a crush on her too, just growing up. She's in all these movies. She's great. And so it came down between 13 going on 30 and Ghost of Girlfriends (laughs) Pass. But... I went with Jennifer Garner, 13 going on 30. <laughs> she's a babe. Because she's amazing. Yeah, she's so, so attractive. Um, Dude, and, is. like, pretty much in almost any movie she's in, I can fall in love with her character. But those are the two that I've watched the most, so I pinned it down between those. Dude, uh, that is such a good pick. She spent years, <laughs> she spent years as the number one girl for me. Like, the number one oh, girl I'm sure. Jennifer Gardner yeah. is. I only replaced her once I fell in love with Amelia Clark. That's that's <laughs> and it was like recently. Jennifer Gardner yeah. is an absolute babe. And thirteen going on thirty, goes to girlfriend's pass. You dude, you nailed this one. That's amazing. <laughs> that's this is amazing. definitely a case where I fell in love with the actress and not the character she plays. But I, I had to throw it on there anyway. Yeah, yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love it, dude. That's a good one. Okay, my third one is I took another trip back. To elementary school, middle school. I think okay. one of the most attractive, lovable, amazing girls growing up was Vanessa Hudgens in High School Musical. Oh, good pick. She was not only gorgeous, That's a good pick. She oh, was not a only pick. a great singer. She was a sweetheart. She was an absolute sweetheart in those <laughs> movies. Yep. Yep. That, I mean, that girl, like, like what were we, I think we were in fifth grade when that movie came out, fourth or fifth grade. And you just had this image of what high school was going to be. 
And it was just, in my mind, was just like this picture of Vanessa Hudgens. And <laughs> picture of Vanessa Hudgens. That, that's, that's it. That's really all I can say. Yeah. Like, she sings. She dances. Yeah. Uh, Dude, she's <sighs> gorgeous. She's just a yeah absolute beauty. Yeah, man, I didn't like. I didn't even think about this. Like, there were probably so many girls I had crush on in Disney movies that I've just forgotten about. Yeah, and like I can kind of like sort of picture them hazily right now, but I didn't even think about that. Um, okay, so my last one to end it off is Katarina from Ten Things I Hate About You. Who? Who is that? Her name? It's Julia Stiles. Um, have you ever seen it? No. Oh man, dude. So, so she is the older sister. Uh, so it's like a reenactment of the uh, the Taming of the Screw play or Strew. Taming the Screw. Is, this, is that Heath Ledger or is that uh Shrew. Yes, Heath Ledger. It's got oh, I know Heath I Ledger. Know Heath Ledger. Okay. Yeah, Joseph Jordan Levitt. Um, it's a great movie. It's like a really, really good rom-com. Um, but like her in that movie, she is so cold and like indifferent and mean. And it's Heath Ledger just breaking her down bit by bit until it comes out. She's all emotional at the end and writing this 10 things I hate about you poem. And it's great. Uh, like just watching like, it's such a good movie. And then just seeing her character like progress in that felt awesome. Yeah. Wow, dude. Okay. All right. So I'm, I've got easy A and 10 things I hate about you. Let me write this down. Taming of the Shrew. Gosh, my mom would kill me. You know, I actually had to read Taming of the Shrew in middle school. Really? Gosh, it sucks. It was miserable. It was, well, it was awful. This movie is way better. <laughs> this movie is way better. Don't worry. Okay, okay. Okay, dude. I like it. I like the pick, even though I don't know who she is. Well, I've, she's also in Born, <laughs> isn't she? I think so. Yeah, she's been in a bunch of stuff. Uh, she, but this is what I know her from, to think okay. about you. Okay. Uh, so close this out. What you got? All right, to close this out, it's the biggest crush I've ever had on any girl in any movie of my lifetime. I saved the best for last. Old Deborah from Baby Driver. I knew it. I saved that one for you, too. <laughs> oh, gosh, dude. Lily James. It's just like, like, I'm sitting right here, basically bent over the counter, trying to support myself thinking about her. She's, <laughs> she makes me weak. She's a... <laughs> Babe, dude, she. I've I've said this to you multiple times before, but the feeling I got in my stomach when I watched that movie, I don't even know how to describe yep. it. It's just we magic. Did we have our pod when that movie came out? Nah, that movie, maybe not. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Maybe it like came out like that fall or winter before we started though, because I thought it was pretty recent. Um, it came out I don't in know, June but... of 2017, so about a year. Before okay, we so a year. Never mind, that was way off. But a great movie, great, 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 great girl. My God, like just hearing her hum <laughs> and seeing wearing that waitress uniform, amazing. Oh, uh, oh gosh, dude, I gotta watch a movie. Yeah, uh, I was just thinking that too because I, I have the CD and then. My uh, iPod died in the car on the way back home today, and so it just instantly switched over to CD. It was just the Baby Driver CD player. Dun, dun. I'm like, oh, <laughs> man, this is great. Let's go. 
Um, I have some honorable mentions I want to throw out there. I I, I wrote oh, down please like, do please do. I wrote down like eight girls I could decide. <laughs> uh, Kate Hudson from How to Lose a Guy. Okay, she was up there for me. Yes, she's a babe. Angelina Jolie like, as Mrs. Smith. See, I, I I wasn't ever like a super big fan of that movie. Of Mr. And, Mrs. Smith. And think, yeah, it was okay to me. I don't know. I only watched it once with my brother when I was sick, so like the whole memory is like tainted. Okay. But okay. it's just like I just never wanted to watch it again. What do you think about weird Kate Hudson? Like, I am only attracted to her in that movie. Okay. Okay. Just in that movie, I, like any other movie I watched her, and I'm like, wow, she's not as like good as I remember her. And so it's weird. Uh, I also have uh, Jennifer Aniston from Just Go with It. Yes, she's yes. she's a total total beast in that movie. I have yep. Rachel McAdams in any movie ever. Yeah, she's awful. This for me. Have we ever oh, talked man. about this before? Rachel McAdams. Oh, we talk about like pretty much every time. I don't like Rachel McAdams. <laughs> like there are movies she's in where I like her in those movies, but I, I still just don't like Rachel McAdams in general. That's sad. That is yeah, sad. It is. And then, uh, and then the obvious uh, Ray Skywalker. Oh, oh man, that was so obvious. I didn't even think about it. That, I'm putting that on my list too. I, I'm telling you, this is one of those uh, questions that like you could think about for the next month and you'll just have a movie or like an image pop in your head and be like, oh shoot, I forgot about her. <laughs> like, the, like if we keep thinking about this, there's, this list might change drastically. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. So the, uh, I only have two. One is one I actually crossed out. So like... <laughs> Initially, when I first saw uh, Inception, I had, like, a really big crush on Ellen Page. Yep. And then I figured out that she was a lesbian, so I was like, ah, she's still really <laughs> cute. And then I went and did a rewatch, like, last year when my roommates were just watching Inception, and she is just, like, the worst character in that movie by far, and just in terms of what she does. And so then I'm totally off <laughs> it now. Okay, good. Um, That's good to hear. And then <laughs> uh, the other one is Margot Robbie in Focus. <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude. Oh, yeah. that's such a, I don't know how I didn't think about that one. I know. I didn't think about her either. She's actually like in Margot Robbie in About Time, Margot Robbie in Focus, Margot Robbie in uh, Wolf of Wall Suicide Street. Squad. Like, like there's plenty. There's plenty you, of Margot you Robbie. You haven't seen Wolf of Wall Street, have you? I tried to watch the first, I watched like the first 10 minutes with Ian, like freshman year, and I just couldn't get into it. Dude, she is unbelievable in that movie that's all i'll say <laughs> that is all i'm gonna say she's unbelievable <laughs> i also have uh this is a tv show kate from lost yes yeah old I know evangeline exactly lily evangeline lily yep. is just an absolute babe but that was a tv so show so i didn't i didn't throw her in right, well, we wrap that up uh, I have one more thing to say. Okay, let's hear it. I watched the Ted Bundy tapes over the weekend. What'd you think? Very, very creepy, but also very, very good. If you haven't seen it, it's it, there's only four episodes. They're each an hour long, and it's from start to finish just fascinating. I've heard that. 
because they had like that movie just came out with Zach Efron. They had the Ted Bundy tapes and they released yes. some other Ted Bundy thing. So yeah. He's like we probably should have had a whole episode about, yeah, we should have had a whole episode about Ted Bundy just to catch the market. Has but, that Zach Efron movie come out yet or is that still coming out? Yeah, it came, it, it came out. Really? Yeah. I heard it was pretty good. Um, I gotta watch but, it. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah. So, um, Thursday, I don't know. I'm going to try, I, I need to go back home and do furniture, but so I've got that code for that stupid, horrendously difficult ice castle. If you wanted it. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. I do want that badly. If you really want to torture yourself, I'll, yeah. I'll text it to you when I get back home. I'll pull it off the PlayStation. I went back and I opened it today and I was like, let me just see what happens. And I died on the first level and I was like, yep. Like, it's, like, <laughs> it's not something I'll ever sit through again and play by myself for three hours, but I'll totally go through it and do it with someone else. Just, I, can't, I can't sit there by myself and torture it. It's just would not going to happen. Would you like to conquer it this weekend? I'm not going to be back this weekend. Oh, shoot. Well, I, okay. Yeah, I may be back. I'm, I'm going to try to see if I can stay Thursday night, if you can play Thursday night. Um, yeah, dude, I, I'm free this entire week, other than I have that interview Thursday, but it'll be like 20 minutes max. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we, we, can, we can schedule that for Thursday night. Okay. Sounds uh, good. Do our best. <laughs> I can't. Um, so yeah, is, so, this one, is this one a maze or a jump course? It's, it's just a jump course. Okay. That's all it is. No maze okay. at all. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very excited oh, to this course with you. Uh, dude, you're going to hate it. Oh, I hate <laughs> just thinking about it. No, but birthday on Saturday. So I asked for – you want to hear what I asked for? Yes. <laughs> uh, so I asked for uh, two books, some pens, and then Treasure Planet on DVD. Definitely okay, nice. no on DVD. Nice. And Crazy Stupid Love on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was it. <laughs> oh, she, she she's aware of my rom com thing. So okay, uh, okay. But uh, that, I'm really I pumped. It, I love it. I hope I get them. I love it. Oh man, shoot! What was I about to say? Dang it! About to say something. I don't. Know. How to Train Your Dragon this weekend comes out. Have you, have you seen the first two? Okay, let's stop it right there. Oh Come my gosh, now. they're good movies. Ah, whatever stop stop the foolishness that's listen dude a good movie is a good movie doesn't matter what i've never seen any of them but i think it was conan that tweeted he goes how to train your uh, how to train your dragon comes out this weekend i wonder if they'll actually teach us how to train a dragon in this one (laughs) or something like that listen it is very much kind of similar in plot to old yeller it's such a good movie what, what what did I say about dogs earlier this episode? What did oh I say about gosh. dogs? <laughs> That's full circle right there. Okay. Yeah, it's we'll full wrap circle. it up. <laughs> All right. All right. We will see episode. you guys next week. Yeah, great episode. All right, so um, draft picks we'll next try week. To... Top 10, mock? Yeah, draft picks next week. Okay. All for it. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for listening, guys. All right. See you. Adios.